Lord, you are my strength, my rock, my light, my salvation, and my only redeemer. Now, Lord, now, Lord, speak now that your son Jesus will be glorified. Speak that these your people will be edified. Father, I need you now. I need you like never before to stand in me, stand with me, stand in front of me, stand behind me, but most of all, stand right beside me, that I may be able to proclaim your word without fear or temptation. Thank you, Lord, for using this unworthy and deserving servant just one more time. Now, Father, have thine own way in this place. Have thine own way in this place. Lord, we need you now. We need you right now. Somebody needs a word from you. Somebody's hurting. Somebody's struggling. Somebody's fearful. But God, by your grace, by your mercy, and by your power, you're able to deliver. So deliver one more time. And so, Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other help I know. Have thine own way in Jesus' name. We pray and ask it all. Amen. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. God has been good to you. Give God some praise in the house. Amen. See that we're still above the ground, not below the ground. Which is evident God still has some work for us on this side of the Jordan. Amen. Let's thank God for our awesome choir as always. We thank God for them and our awesome worship leader and our awesome music staff. We have the best in the country. Amen. Amen. We ought to give them their flowers when they can feel them, taste them, and smell them. Amen. Brother, y'all can pray for a little while. In the 17th chapter of 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 17, there is a word from the Lord. First Samuel chapter 17. And I want to look at a few verses. Verses 32, 33, and 37. And when you have it, you can stand with us as we read this together. First Samuel chapter 17. Verses 32, 33, and 37. When you have it, say amen. You're still looking, say hold up. I think I heard one person say And I'm reading from the English Standard, and it says, And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, You are not able. To go against this Philistine to fight with him. For you are but a youth. And he has been a man of war from his youth. But verse 37. And David said. The Lord who delivered me. From the paw of the lion. And from the paw of the bear. Will deliver me. From the hand of this Philistine. And David. And Saul said to David. Go. And the Lord be with you. And I want to talk from the subject, we shall overcome. All right. All right. Let me see. We shall overcome. 
And David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. But Broadway, can't you see the field? Can't you see the grass? Can't you see the sunshine? But can you also see the clouds? There is a battle that's taking place today. But it's a battle of will. It's a battle of determination. But it's also a battle of the sea. Who wants it? And who's going to run away? Because there are a lot of people who want it, but they run away. But on this day, here is a young warrior who has some determination. Because when you are determined, you don't stop till you get your victory. Y'all were talking to me for a little while. Because this day is unlike any other day. This day will define one person, but it also will define another person. Because on this day, you will see who's real, who's fake, and really who just doesn't want it. Because a lot of people will say what they want, but they aren't willing to go get it. But on this day, in this field, there is two opposing forces. There's a young man, but then there's an old man. Y'all gonna talk with me today? So there's a young man, but there's an old man. This young man doesn't look like a warrior. Doesn't look like he can do it. But then there's this tall man who's been a warrior for a long time. He's been undefeated. He's got an undefeated record. He's made people anxious. He's made people afraid. But he messed up because he doubted this young man. And even though I'm in the introduction, let me just say, be careful who you doubt. (laughs) Some people we write off are the main ones that can get the job done. Be careful who you doubt and be careful who you say cannot do anything because you don't know what God puts in a person because you're not the one that created a person. If you aren't the one willing to go to the fight, don't tell somebody else how to fight because they're willing to go to the fight. Can I get a witness there? Because in this 1 Samuel chapter 17, There is this giant by the name of Goliath. And Goliath stood 11 feet, 4 inches tall. And he had armor 
that was at least 150 pounds. He had some leg armor that was at least 30 pounds each leg. And he had some other body armor that was at least 25 pounds. But Goliath in this particular text was so tall. He had this major stature. Can y'all see Goliath just standing up looking down on everybody? Can y'all see him just standing high and just saying who? He stood up and said, who's willing to fight me? And here comes the Philistines and the Israelites. They were already in war. But once Goliath shows up, Saul and his people retreat because they were afraid to fight Goliath and then here comes David and David is coming but the people aren't really even interested in hearing what David has to say David's own brother is upset David's own brothers are looking at him and saying why did you even come but it was David who leaves his job tending sheep and when he leaves his job tending sheep he just came into the camp and wanted to see what was going on but when he got to the camp Broadway, he saw all this discouragement. He saw this depression. He saw this despondency because Goliath made all of Israel basically run away and be afraid. Can't you see Goliath basically standing up and say, you aren't strong enough. You aren't big enough. You don't have it all together. And I'm going to reign until I get tired because you when you go to war with some people and you go to war against some people, some people never bring out the top guns at the beginning, but they bring out the top guns after when it seems like they can't win. And the Philistines brought out the top guns alive. But the problem is Saul and all the Israelite army has retreated and they are afraid. They are scared. But here comes little David. I had to set it up. Here comes. Little David. I said he's a shepherd boy. Tending sheep. But Broadway, here is David now. David says, I'm going to fight. <laughs> David says, I'm going to fight. But here is Saul. Saul said, David, you are not able to go against Goliath. But the problem with Saul is David was doing what Saul should have did. Y'all gonna catch this in a minute. Because Saul is the king and because Saul is the king Saul should have been the one ready to fight. Saul should have been the one standing up. But Saul ran back because you know God can't use a coward leader. It's a whole lot of people that want to leave, but the problem is they want to leave, but they don't have no backbone. They don't have no courage. They don't have no bravery. You can't leave if you always running from a fight. You can't leave if you can't stand when it gets tense. If you can't stand when it gets toxic. If you can't stand it calm them out. How are you going to leave, people, if you always run away from a fight? I'm in the text, man. Because Saul runs from the fight. But David said, not me. I'm going to try this one more again. Saul runs, but David says, not me. But Saul had to say, hold on. You are not able. He's been fighting as he's been fighting longer than you've been living. But David. 
I'm ready. But Saul said, you can't do it. But then David had to give him a little piece of his history. David had to let him know, I done dealt with a lion and dealt with a bear. And I dealt with them. They came at me, but look who's still living. I thought y'all getting a little more happy. A lion came at me. A bear came at me. Because I was tending my father's sheep. And the lion and the bear tried to eat my, eat me and eat my sheep. But every time they came, I defeated them. So who are you to tell me what I can't do? And be careful telling somebody what they can't do when you don't know what they've been through. Because it's a whole lot of people always judging somebody. Always trying to talk down on somebody. But you ought to tell them, until you know my story, don't you judge me. Don't you look down on me. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what battles I had to fight. You don't know how the Lord has kept me. Because it's a whole lot of people always looking at somebody and say, well, they can't do it. They ain't strong enough. No, the reason some people look down on some people is because they weren't bold enough to show up. But because you're not bold enough to show up, don't say what somebody else can't do. Don't look down on me just because you was afraid. Because you got a whole lot of people, even as Christians, they talk noise. But when it's time to put their money where their mouth is, they don't do that. They just sit down. They sit at home. They sit at the pew. They don't want to move. They don't go anywhere. All they are is just some noisy volume. Can I get a witness here? Some people always want to talk, but don't want to put their armor on and show up to the fight. But in this sense, David showed up. But what I love about David, Saul tried to give David some armor. But David said, no, no, no. I don't need it. Because you know when you go to fight, be careful whose armor you put on. I wish I had a witness in there. Because you know, you got to be careful what people try to give you when you go to a fight. Because some people will try to give you the armor of a losing attitude, a losing mentality. And you got to change the narrative. And you got to tell some people, if you don't think I can win, don't bother me. Because I got a feeling and I believe in myself. But most of all, I believe in the Lord. And if the Lord can take me from a lion and a bear, then surely I'm going to take care of this giant. But David said, I don't need that arm. I'm going to the fight. <laughs> I'm going there. Because what Goliath don't know is that I've been with the Lord. And let me just say, don't look down on somebody because of their age. 
I'm going to try this one more again. Don't look down on somebody because of their age. Because you don't know how the Lord will use somebody. You do know Josiah was seven years old when God called him to be a king. And we got to get to a place as a church, as a body of Christ, that we stop looking down on people because of their age. Talking about they don't know everything. Well, you didn't know everything that age either. It's in the text. David's young. He's just a shepherd boy. Some scholars say he may have been between 12 and 16 years old. But Saul said, you're too young to do this. But who are you to tell me? Because, you know, it's God to use somebody young to do some great things. Because, you know, God uses people who are young to go to school. God uses people who are young to get. There's some 12-year-olds right now that have their doctorate degrees because God using them young. And you all want to know why? You should never look down on somebody's age. I got the perfect example. Jesus. The Bible says Jesus was 12 years old in the temple because when he was in the temple, they started listening to what he had to say. That's why you shouldn't look Everybody, everybody like some people like to always say they ain't got enough experience. That may be true because you know life is a good teacher. But you know what I may lack in worldly experience, the Lord's anointing to do something to where God's anointing will override your criticism. Can't you see Saul in this sense? He's questioning David. He's telling David, no, you ain't ready. But so hold on. My man, you the king. If anything, I should be following you. But because you weren't big enough to stand. See, because some people that had titles, they just have titles because of the name. But they can't handle a title because they ain't ready to do the assignment. That's how you got to be careful who you give a title to because everybody that give a title to ain't worthy of Oh, the end of the church. 
morning? Yeah. Because the Bible, but then, <laughs> David comes, Deacon Larry. David and Goliath meet face to face. And Goliath looks at David and basically just says, I want to say something, but I can't, you know, you know. <laughs> I want to, I, I really want to, but you know, I know it's Black History Month, but I really want to say, you know, you know, somebody may have been like, you know, Negro, please, you know. <laughs> Y'all know how we are. Somebody be like, Goliath may say to somebody, somebody Goliath may be like, girl, please. Somebody may say, Goliath may be like, man, boy, go ahead somewhere. Because can you imagine David and Goliath, they meet face to face, far away. And Goliath says, I'm going to defeat you and feed you to the birds and the fowls of the earth. But then David says, hold on. Hold on. Because I know what you said you're going to do to me. But let me tell you what I'm going to do to you. Because sometimes you got to talk back to your giant. I'm going to try this again. Sometimes you got to talk back to your giant. Because if you don't talk back to your giant, your giant's going to make you afraid. Your giant is going to make you fearful. And that'll be somebody in here. There's some stuff in your life right now that's trying to make you afraid, that's trying to make you run away. But you got to tell that giant, you better not mess with me. You got to tell that giant, I'm not afraid of you. You got to stand up to your giant. Somebody's giant may be a health problem. You better stand up to it. Somebody's giant may be an enemy. You better stand up to it. Somebody's giant may be a bad coworker, but you better stand up to it. Somebody's giant may be a jealous friend at a jealous student in your classroom, but you better stand up to that giant and say, I'm not bowing down. I'm not running away. It's too much of God in me. See, when you got a lot of God in you, you got a lot of fight in you. When you got a lot of God in you, you got a lot of faith in you. When you got a lot of God in you, you can say the Lord is my strength. The Lord is my You gotta say like we used to say, I ain't never scared. Can I get a witness here? But Goliath faces David. Goliath, 11 feet tall. David, just right here. Now I know David Nick hurt. He gotta look all the way over here. And I know Goliath back her because he got to bend down. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing though, David didn't allow Goliath's height to stop his faith. 
trying to say, don't allow the size of your giant to cut your faith down and cut your faith off. Because when you got real faith, big, you can always have big faith. Because when you got faith even the size of the grain of a mustard seed, you can say that it's mountain. But they're not the only one that got some giants. Oh, yeah. You know, we in black history, Mom. Yes, sir. And you know, it's a blessing yes, sir. to see yes, what's about to take place yes, sir. at 6.30 tonight. Yes, yes. Two black quarterbacks. Because yes, you do know the NFL didn't used to have black quarterbacks. Yes, because if a, if, a, if a black quarterback tried to play in the NFL, they would immediately move him to wide receiver or cornerback and say he was not able to play in the NFL as a quarterback. But then in 1988, there was a man by the name of Doug Williams who starred for the Washington Redskins against the Denver Broncos, the first African-American to start in the Super Bowl. Not only did he start, he became the MVP because the Washington Redskins defeated the Denver Broncos 45 to 10 in the Super Bowl because Doug Williams threw four touchdown passes in the second quarter. What I'm trying to say is, is that when you meet up with your giant, your giant got the fall. And it's a shame that even though we love football and enjoy football, it's a shame that Come to you. Yeah. 
in the name of the Lord. Because you know, when you got the right name, you can always have victory. Is there anybody here that can say, I know the right name to call? Come on, look at me. I said, is there anybody that can say, I know the right name to call? Is there anybody that can say, I know I can call on the name of the Lord? Can I get a witness here? Because everybody you can call, you shouldn't. Because <laughs> some people never try to help you win. There are some people that want to help you lose. And more than that, there are some people, Broadway, that will tell you, don't do it. You can't do it. You're not strong enough to do it. You ain't been around long enough to do it. Your bones are too small. You're not strong enough. You, you, you really don't have any experience doing it. Because, you know, people who are always afraid can never handle when they deal with somebody who has vision. Because vision and fear don't go together. I'm going to say it again. Vision and fear don't go together. Because David already has it up in his mind. I'm going to defeat Goliath because I'm going to the fight. Saul had it up in his mind. Can't nobody defeat Goliath. Because see, when you got vision, you got to be careful who you tell your vision to. Because there's always some people who try to talk you out of your vision because they're not ready to go to the fight. But then, David... <laughs> Yeah. Defeats Goliath. Yeah. Not only did he defeat Goliath, yeah. he had slingshot. Oh yeah, work with it. Oh yeah, just pulled it out. One stone. Yeah. He had five, but all he needed was one. One stone. Choice, Can't you see Goliath losing? Can't you see Goliath falling down? Because David let him know, you tried to come at me with your javelin, your spear. Because this spear was about 26 feet. It wasn't no small spear. It was a big spear. But David said, all I got is one rock. But the rock I got, got the right name on it. The rock I got, it came from God's manufacturing company.
Yeah. Goliath is. He falls. And then David. Thank God. David stood over. Cut his head. He cut his head. And he raised it up as a trophy. But he had to show everybody. This is what I did. And then David goes back to where everybody is just to show this is what I did. Can't you see them not being able to believe this? David, how were you successful like this? I can hear David say, I told y'all in the name of the Lord. I thought y'all get happy like me. In the name of the Lord, everything is going to be all right. Can't you see him? He had to, and watch this. David stood over Goliath, stood on Goliath. So Shelby, just to show them, I told you. But because I told you. Choir, I told you. Broadway, I told you. When you call the right name, things will get better. <laughs> Is anybody going to say, when you call the right name, things will get a whole lot better? Because when you call the name, is anybody say that I love that name? Yeah. I said I love that name. Yeah. There is a name yeah. that I love to hear. Yeah. I love to sing this words. Yeah. It sounds like music to my ear. Yeah. It's the sweetest name on earth. <laughs> oh, 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 how I love Jesus. Can I get a 
strong, my slingshot. I just got a slingshot. And I just got one song. And everybody here say, I got a slingshot. And I'm just ready to throw. 